Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa. This is the show where we look at African football. And this week the programme again comes to you from the World Cup in Brazil. I'm Steve Vickers with Solomon Ashoms and Stuart Weir. We're in Rio de Janeiro and we're having a great time being at the World Cup. But of course the African interest ended at the second round stage. So we're going to analyse the performance of the five African teams. We'll ask what went wrong and what was done well. And we speak to a Nigeria fan here in Rio, who's impressed with the Super Eagles goalkeeper Vincent Enyema. He's up there. I don't know if you remember the African goalkeepers Peter Rufai and Ahmed Shobir from Egypt. So yeah, he's up there. He's up there with them, I would say definitely. So that's coming up and it's great to be here in Brazil for the World Cup with so many exciting matches and so many fans from many different countries are here. And when the games are on in other cities, we've been watching games here in Rio at viewing centres for fans on the Copacabana beach and elsewhere. And really it's been so exciting. But we would have loved to have had African teams in the quarterfinals. But Africa's World Cup ended on Monday night with Nigeria and Algeria both losing their second round games. On the bright side, it was the first time that two African teams reached the second round, a sign of some progress. But both teams failed to emulate Cameroon, Senegal and Ghana, the three African teams that have reached the quarterfinals before. And of course, Ghana almost in the semi-finals in 2010, but for Luis Suarez's handball on the line in the game against Uruguay. Well, after that, the hopes were that one African team would go at least to the quarterfinals this time. But on the other hand, Nigeria played very well against France. They lost 2-0, but the scoreline was not a fair reflection of how close the contest was. And Algeria did tremendously well against Germany, taking the game to extra time. Well, I spoke to Solomon Ashoms and Stuart Weir to review Africa's World Cup. And just listen out as we were chatting because there was a large group of monkeys chattering above us on our grounds at our base here in Rio. It was uh, not a very good World Cup because uh, some of the things that are, some of the teams that we were expecting to do well couldn't do well. Like Ghana, we were expecting Ghana to do so well. Ivory Coast, we were expecting Ivory Coast to do so well. Algeria was not given so much chance, but they did so well. So that's like one of the positive sides. And we also saw uh, Nigeria uh, doing well to a certain level. But if you look at Cameroon, uh, really didn't do well. But if you look at the African teams, the, about three teams face a lot of financial problems uh, before. Cameroon came to the World Cup, there was a lot of drama around payment and what is due to the players with the FA. And the same thing with Nigeria. On Ghana, on its side, they have to uh, fly in $3 million down here. To settle a bonus dispute, it's not really good for uh, a team to go through what they been through financially when you are preparing for a very important tournament and also when you're preparing for a very important game. But overall, I think African teams played a really, really uh, exciting football. I like the way Nigeria played, really great. I liked also the way Algeria played. I think for me, Algeria is going to be my pick of the tournament for African teams. So sum it up in a couple of words. How are you feeling? Disappointed, proud, a bit deflated? What, what, how would you sum it up? You know, before the World Cup started, uh, I thought... Uh, we're not going to do as well as we did but then we started the World Cup started I thought oh maybe we're going to do so well so uh, overall I um, I am happy but not totally happy yeah uh, John Jolly and the Gambia got in touch and says I watched Algeria and appreciated what the word effort means they tried hard enough better luck next time and massive respect to the Super Eagles of Nigeria they tried hard too uh, Jamo Balde and the Gambia says Nigeria and Algeria have made the whole of Africa proud 
Algeria gave Germany their medicine as they took them to extra time, which not many were predicting. And Ebrima in the Gambia says, I was very impressed when I watched the Algeria-Germany game. Uh, to be honest, although they're out of the competition, they really did their best. So quite a few African fans uh, are proud of how the teams did, Solomon. Absolutely. And if you look at the age uh, group, you know, uh, Nigeria and Ghana has the youngest team at the World Cup, you know, and so there's, uh, there's hope for the future. So I think there's really hope. Russia 2018... I'm sure we're going to hopefully do better than we did right here. Stuart, the yardstick for African football fans is to get into the quarterfinals as a measure of success, and the dream would be to get to the semifinals or beyond. But when you look at the quality of the teams that have made it through to the second round alone, it's just such a tough standard, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, you look at Spain, the holders of the World Cup, Italy, the 2006 champions of the World Cup, England, Russia, none of those got out of the group. If you look at the African teams in the FIFA rankings, the highest-ranked team is Algeria, at 22nd, uh, so therefore none in the top 16. So I think Africa has massively overachieved by having two teams going through to the uh, uh, last 16, getting out of the group stage. And, uh, you know, people were really excited by, by Ghana last time, and that was a wonderful achievement. But, I mean, on paper, it was going to be very difficult for that to happen again. Um, some more comments. Richard Ngalanda in Malawi says African players should get the chance to play in different continents to get more exposure, regardless of their FIFA ranking. And FIFA should work with African sports bodies to discover hidden talent in Africa. Uh, Njati in the Gambia says African teams tried their best, but sometimes you feel the referees... Are not in for them. Abdullah in the Gambia says, I think African teams did very well at the World Cup. I'm particularly impressed with Nigeria and Ahmed Musa in particular. Flop of the tournament for Nigeria was John Mikel Obi. Contalisa uh, in Banjul in the Gambia says, The Nigerian team are just entertainers. Their defensive system was not all that organized. Hasimba in the Gambia says, African teams have a lot to do in football to become big teams in the world of football. Uh, somebody in Kenya, no name, but says the refereeing was one side against African football and Africa should boycott the next World Cup if it's not controlled. Just a sense there Solomon that Nigeria could have done uh, quite a bit more with exciting players like Ahmed Musa. Yes, Nigeria could have done a little bit more. If you look at the last game they played against France, I would say, you know, they played for the first 75 minutes and France played for the last 15 minutes and they got the goals. And so Nigeria, for me, they lacked discipline. Uh, the defence was a bit careless and uh, there was no awareness in some sort. Uh, the attackers, I would want to believe they did their best. Uh, but defensively, we were lacking. A few players uh, didn't really pitch in the tournament like Mikel Obi. He wasn't really uh, into the game as I would expect him to and also Victor Moses who uh, didn't play you know two of the games but overall when Nigeria really got through to the round of 16 a lot of expectation was on Nigeria and having watched France a lot of the fans thought look Nigeria can take France pound for pound but you have to be ready to play for 90 minutes which was what Nigeria didn't do. One player who really impressed was Vincent Enyama the goalkeeper for Nigeria. Here's the comments of one Nigeria fan after watching the second round game against France. He's up there. I don't know if you remember the African goalkeepers, Peter Rufai and Ahmed Shobir from Egypt. So, yeah, he's up there. He's up there with them. I would say definitely one of the best goalkeepers to come out of Africa. Just a little bit more consistency. You know, he made a great save to make the corner. But then during the corner, he made a mistake that cost us the goal. And, you know, he definitely plays better for his club, Lille, in France than he does for Nigeria. 
but uh, I still say, yeah, definitely a great goalkeeper out of Africa for sure. And the French fans too have great respect for Vincent Enyama, who plays in France for Lille. Here's one of the French fans. Dejaya defends so good. So he was very, very difficult. Uh, good, good uh, goalkeeper. Yes, the goalkeeper plays yes. in France. What do you have to tell me about him? He plays a very good season uh, at Lille. With Lille. He was invincible, 16 match, so he was very, very, very good, 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 good goalkeeper. So Vincent Enyama, certainly a player who impressed. What did you make of the overall standard of uh, some of the African stars here, Stuart? Well, I mean, I think the problem is the, the quality of the African players is really not as high as it has sometimes been. Uh, not many of the African players are playing for the top teams in Europe. Not many of the African players are playing regularly in the Champions League. And that is the experience which most players say is nearest to the World Cup. I mean, just throwing out some names. Uh, John Obi-Mikel, Chelsea, but he's only had 11 starts this year. You know, he's sitting on the bench or not even on the bench. Victor Moses, six games for Liverpool. So that's new preparation, really, for bringing you into the World Cup. Uh, Someone like Michael Essien, wonderful player, but really coming to the end of his career, two games for Chelsea, three for AC Milan. Again, you know, how do you raise your game to play in the World Cup uh, if you're not even playing uh, at the club level? And again, I mean, if you look at Cameroon, Alex Song, Barcelona, but only 12 starts. Samuel Eto'o, very much a fringe player at Chelsea, great player, but at the end of his career. You know, you can't go on. Drogba, similarly. Uh, of course, now I might throw out, you know, you are Lewis... Van Hal at Manchester United, you're given £200 million to rebuild the team. I'm afraid I don't think there'll be many African players high on your list. We need somehow to replace the Drogba's, the Samuel Eto'o's, uh, the Michael Essians, with players who are playing regularly for the top teams in Europe and who can really lead their teams into the World Cup. I mean, an obvious exception is Yaya Torre, but of course uh, he's had a really demanding season at Manchester City and injury problems and an operation and we just didn't see him doing what he can do and that's very frustrating. But for me, overall, the quality of the African players simply was not good enough to take a team into the quarterfinals. So we need to ask a lot of questions, and, and I feel it's not just only about the performance on the, on the pitch, but also uh, around the, the team, the administration around the team, and how you prepare, and how you got in, and how you maintain consistency during the World Cup. So Stuart, looking at it technically in terms of quality of the teams, so what they displayed, who would you say really impressed you of the five African teams? Well, you know, I still, Steve, have nightmares about the Algeria-England game that I saw in Cape Town in 2010, which was nil-nil, and neither side even deserved the nil. They were both so bad. And to see Algeria improve so much, uh, playing such attacking football, to see Algeria surprising people, getting out of the group, and then giving the Germans more problems than they could have imagined. You know, that, that was magnificent. And they did it without any star players, but just by a good team effort uh, and a positive attitude. Take the risk, let's attack. Um, you know, if they attack us, we'll attack them back rather than saying, oh, Germany are very good, we have to sit back and park the bus across the goal and so on. So I admired them and uh, I think they massively overachieved. And coming out of such a bad previous World Cup, um, I really salute the effort, the confidence, the tactics and the achievement. Ivory Coast just a few seconds away from going through to the second round, uh, conceding that uh, controversial late penalty against Greece. Uh, if you were to look at the five African teams, Solomon, uh, who would you say was the strongest 
overall? Overall, I would uh, you know take Nigeria and Algeria. For me, when it comes to a great attacking football, I would take on Algeria. Uh, they produced something that was just so exciting. Nigeria also was very exciting. I thought the midfield for Nigeria was great. Onazi, for me, was really outstanding. A lot of people might not see him, but the Lazio player uh, really played so well in the midfield. Cameroon was not there. They were not really attacking. For me, they just lacked a lot of motivation. Ivory Coast, you'd expect you know, they would do a lot of attacking, but they didn't do enough as much as Nigeria and Algeria. Ghana, for, for me, I felt they were definitely attacking, uh, but they were not able to convert those chances. Just maybe the whole situation in the Ghanaian Black Stars team really affected them. You know, we saw there was problem with uh, money bonus that was supposed to be paid to the players. There was also indiscipline problems with uh, Kevin Prince Boateng and Suleiman Montari being sent home from the team. And uh, so maybe that really affected the the team dynamics and also the, the, the team spirit. So I was talking there to Solomon Ashoms and to Stuart Weir. More comments on our Facebook page. Prince Emma from the Gambia says the African teams did an excellent job because for the first time two African teams made it to the last 16 and both Nigeria and Algeria have made Africans proud. Nigeria outplayed France and were unlucky not to get a victory. Algeria frustrated Germany up to extra time where they were a bit naive at the back to concede those bad goals. But congratulations to them, says Prince Emma. Abdu Dem says, I'll give it 7 out of 10 for Africa. They really tried well by managing to get through to the second round, and Algeria holding the Germans up to extra time. And Adama Baji from the Gambia says, what heartbreak for Africa. The hopes were high on Nigeria and Algeria, but we lost them at the same time. Nevertheless, they both produced wonderful performances. They both played well. The only thing that was missing in both games was that big factor of luck. But bravo, you tried a lot. Thanks for those comments. Uh, Facebook page is Planet Sport Football Africa. Give us your thoughts there. What's your verdict on the performance of the African teams at the World Cup? Stuart there said the quality of players is an issue right now in African football. And Solomon mentioned the administrative side of things. The Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. That's all one word, and we'd love to hear from you. And that's it for this week's show. You can find the programme online at planetsport.tv. We're back with more from the World Cup here in Brazil next week. So from me, Steve Vickers, from Solomon Ashams and Stuart Weir, thanks for being with us. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.